Welcome everybody to the Spawn on Me podcast. This is episode 39. I'm your host, Khalif Adams, and I'm joined this week and every week with my boy, my dude, my Bracago win from the other side of the tracks, which sounds really bad. That makes you sound like a, a after school special. Yeah. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago's own Cicero Holmes. How are you, sir? Yeah, I, I, you know, I actually kind of resent the fact that you called me Chicago's own. Um, I've just I, you know, you. I, right? Yeah, the, the whole whole state and the whole city and state of New York have, have disowned me too. Yeah, I mean, once um, you once you went pro McRib, then we had to. Yeah, you know. whatever. Well, um, so all right, <laughs> we'll get into McRib stuff yet yet again. It's 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 National McRib Month in Chicago, um, but. Uh, but uh, first and foremost, I will say that I am, uh, in spite of everything that's going on, doing very, very well. Um, I've got, I received some great news today, um, and and that makes me really, really happy. So I, I will save it until everything is, you know, all all T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Nice. But uh, but but yeah, but uh, I'm feel, I'm feeling pretty pretty good today. Yeah, so we, it's, it's good that we're kind of doing this show. We're, we're doing a quick mini show uh, so that we can let folks kind of do their holiday thing, have a good Thanksgiving, and get all that tryptophan in their bodies and go, get sleepy. Uh, so we have a quick turnaround on the, the taping side. You will hear this uh, on Tuesday when it drops, but just know that this was done on Tuesday of <laughs> the same day that the last episode dropped. So. Uh, there isn't really a lot of news. <laughs> I was confusing as hell. That was like the polar vortex. Anyway, um, there's a lot of gaming news due to that fact, so we're not going to have a breakdown on this show. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about current events, and we have an amazing uh, guest on the epi- on the opposite side of our music break. That we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, yeah, uh, the week has been great. Well, what? Um, you know, like they're here. I don't want to act like they're not here. I was going to give them like I the mean, I was I was going to say you can introduce them in one second. Jesus Christmas. Uh, you know, listen, I jump guns, son. You I jump like, guns. You are like a habitual line stepper. You are just Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, unity. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So so the way that we should do this is Cicero, would you please introduce our guests? Oh well, I, I, you know, I thought you'd never ask. Um, so I, I, I want to start out by saying um, thank you to a a a great member of Ricago, Sean Kerr, who brought, uh, you know, I guess about a week or two ago, um, brought some things to my attention. He was like, "Hey, there are these." Uh, these guys, these grad students out of the University of, Mo- of Wisconsin at Milwaukee that are doing a gaming study looking for women in gaming. And I was like, and he said, you know, it sounds like it might be right up your alley. And I was like, you know what, Sean Kerr? You're absolutely right. I like it's how you right talk up to Sean Kerr just like that. Hey, Sean Kerr. I do. I, I do. Hey, Sean Kerr. <laughs> um, so, so uh, Sean, thanks a lot for what you've done. Uh, you have made magic happen. We have brought the chocolate and the peanut butter together uh, in the form of uh, Arrington and, or is it Arrington and Ben who are out of the University of Milwaukee Wisconsin and, or University of Wisconsin at Milwaukee 
uh, so I have dyslexia speaking. Um, <laughs> and uh, they're here with us, and they're going to be talking about some stuff after the break, but we're happy to have them with us right now. So you guys can say hello. Ari and Ben, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Doing okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, we're doing pretty good here, um, just like I'm sure it is for Cicero as well. It's pretty cold here in Milwaukee. Uh, we're yeah. All of a sudden, just snow everywhere on the ground and all that fun stuff that goes along with it. So, yeah, we're doing so, okay. So the question I have for you guys is, like, when you talk about, because I've never been to Milwaukee, but I hear the stories and lore of Milwaukee, like, the, the, the folks that I know, the one, folk, the one person I do know who's out there, Sharif, um... He basically decided that cold is not a word that you should be using for Milwaukee weather. There's some whole other adjective that goes with what you guys are dealing with. It's like, what, permafrost? What is, what, what is the deal that you guys are like talking about? Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, you, you kind of expect that when you go outside, you're not going to be able to feel your face you know, too long. So you, you kind of get used to it. Um, I think we have it as a point of pride here. If you grew up here, it's kind of like, yeah, I can walk outside with just shorts on in this weather, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> Dad, but that's where we get, you know, some of our, we feel good about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's you just, and every year it comes around, you're just used to it, you know? Oh, my goodness. That's, that's, I don't understand. I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. I'm a New Yorker at heart and born and bred. But I've never had a, a badge of honor that went with, like, frostbite. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's something that's good to be proud of. I'm just saying we are proud of it. <laughs> I dig it. I can totally dig it. That's uh, awesome. I, I, will, I will also say, Ka, that you have now pissed off Mr. Daniel Moore because he is also a friend of yours, someone that you know that lives in Milwaukee. Yeah, but you know, it's like, you know, yeah, you're right. He's going to get mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> Done. I tried to Done. figure I tried to finagle my way out of that and it wasn't going to work. Uh, I, no, I love you, no, Dan. I, I'm sorry, I, Dan. Right. I trapped you in that mousetrap. You're oh, fucked. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I would get hate mail in email form and in text form now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just exactly. Mean, just mean um, emojis. So, uh,. I guess Ari and Ben, um, Ari first. I will, will, the first of the interview questions, and the, the rest of it we'll save till later. Um, ben was talking about being born and bred in, in Milwaukee. Are you guys both from Milwaukee? Ari, are you a, a Milwaukeean native? I've been here for a while, but um, I was born in Texas and then moved to Green Bay. So, uh, oh, yeah. Boy. Raised She's in Green Bay. Had... Yeah. Oh, okay. Jeez. Ah, okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, hey, I I have no I have no qualms with that because I'm a Jets fan, so I can say nothing about football <laughs> for the next God knows how many years at this point. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I think I think I've like lost the ability to actually talk about baseball in actual like functional terms. So I'm like, people are going down the field. I'm like, home run. At this point, <laughs> like I've lost the ability to actually discern what actual football is. Being a Jets fan, <laughs> I see you so, San Francisco hat there. I don't like. I don't like where this podcast is going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so uh, for those of you who who do or don't know, my favorite team. Well, while well, I am a Jets fan, also uh, my favorite team has always been the San Francisco 49ers. So, any Green Bay Packers fans that feel really really good about themselves. Anytime you bring a 49ers hat 
or uh, any type of uh, nail you around, it kind of humbles them down. So that's 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 pretty good. I, I don't good. I don't follow. Could you explain that? <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah. Try playing, try playing us in in Green Bay again, and see what happens. I mean, we just, <laughs> we just have to say scoreboard because there's all those championships. I think we have the most. Is it the most? It's the most. No, oh, oh, but but you have but you have fewer Super Bowl championships. It's called the Lombardi Trophy. This is amazing. I love that, to look at Ari's that, face right now. She's like, this is not what I signed up for. Hey, she's a, she's a Packers fan. Too. Come on. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So I appreciate it, this. It is, it is true that it's called the Lombardi Trophy, but up until we got screwed in the Superdome because oh. of the lights and all that other stuff, yeah. we were undefeated when we went and tried to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. Uh, so we still have more of those trophies that are named after your coach than you guys have. Catch up with us. All right, we'll we'll no, continue to work on that this year. Actually, it'd be great to see you guys in the NFC Championship again. So, <laughs> I think I think that the only way to really break <laughs> this is no awesome. Way, I, the only way to break this up is with a over the internet thumb wrestle. <laughs> I <don't>, yes, right. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to actually work in real terms, but I'm just putting that out there on the line. Yeah. Well, what we you know what what we will do is. Uh, ben and I will have to sit down and either play a game of Madden at the 42 Lounge, ah. or we can just have some shots. Matter of fact, matter of fact, what we can do is we can go shot for shot. You can go with your Lombardi trophies, and I'll go with my Lombardi trophies. <laughs> I'll have more shots, yeah. and I'll still feel better. You know, I, I <laughs> what's the most recent one? When was the last time for you guys? It's been 94. 94. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, um, you know, I was just starting to go to like, I wasn't even in high school yet at that point. So, um, uh. you know, <laughs> working on that, though. I mean, right. <laughs> year 2010, we'll be back maybe this year. So, we'll see. I, yeah, I just want to well, say you know, that if, I just, just want to say that, that Joe Namus had the, had the yeah, most. There you go. There you go. Oh. Broadway Joe? Broadway Joe. Yeah. Does he still want to kiss Susie Colbert, or is that. Yeah, but I probably he's probably still okay, has right. charges. He probably still has charges pending because of that. All right. <laughs> you're you're so beautiful. <laughs> oh, so, oh man, like we, so this I feel like we shouldn't even talk about video games. We should just talk about sports for the rest of the show. Right, right, exactly. We're gonna have to bring you guys back on for the sports show whenever we do our sports show. Yes, right, please. Right. I mean, well, it, it actually kind of kind of sounds like any other show where we wind up. Talking randomly about basketball or something else. So, um, man. So Ben, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, me and you, forty-two lines. It's gonna happen. I'm, I'm there. Um, anytime, we any place. Well, we know where the place is, but anytime. oh, look, look, right, <laughs> right on, right on. Um, so while we're we're sitting here and we're jovial, uh, it's time to do obligatory house cleaning. Um, you know, again. Yet again, thank you oh so much, everyone, for uh, repping the show and sharing the show and listening to the show. Um, there are a couple of people that I, I want to shout out. Um, first off, Steve Lubitz of the, uh, <laughs> of the Isometric Podcast uh, at Wicked Good on Twitter um, said that we are grossly over overestimating his uh, smash... His smash ability, yeah, but his Pokemon ability is second to none. So, <laughs> so you nice. can learn how to play Pokemon from him. Um, 
a special shout out to Matt Lancaster, uh, Lengthsalot81 on Twitter, who sent me a McRib flowchart, um, which was amazing. It's it's everything. You need to check my Twitter feed. That just and see sounds it. Um, unbelievably gross. <laughs> listen, it's everything. I actually I had a McRib tonight to, uh, Are to you celebrate. Okay, we're not going to talk about I, the, yes the three shows, but no, that's gross. Stop it. Yes, um, and and also, um, he listened to the great debate, the great Spawn on Me first annual Buyer's Guide debate, nice and enough. he said that if if McRibbon was a good thing, then Stubby Stan McRibbed all over the guys in the Spawn on Me debate. So Xbox One wins. There it is. Oh, it's done. Boy. See here we see here we go with the the Tom Fruit lies and all the things that go along with <laughs> all, all the things that you told them. The internet is full of liars. That's the problem. <laughs> That's a whole other discussion. In the whole other no. show. Well, what, when when the internet meets Stubby Stan, it's like my aura. My aura is just so overpowering that it can't it can't be stopped. They have to tell the truth. I'm like. I'm like Wonder Woman's lasso to the internet. <laughs> I wrap okay. myself around the internet and it just has to tell the truth. <laughs> and then everyone wants to turn invisible. <laughs> exactly. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the, okay, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so thanks everybody. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Yeah. We like, uh, like I said, the, the show is uh, only up today if you're listening to this, and we're already at like almost 200 listens. So. That's pretty awesome to hear and see. Um, so please keep continuing to share the show out and uh, give people some love on the backside. The folks that we've been shouting out on the show, follow them and check them out. And um, uh, if, if these wonderful folks who are with us today have some social media stuff, we'll get to that later on. But please follow them and uh, keep keep paying attention to what they're doing as well. Um, uh, we're going to transition a little bit to a little bit of current events because if you have been paying attention, again, it is Tuesday, 25th of November. Um, we just had some 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 news with the Mike Brown uh, and Ferguson uh, uh, non-indictment. Um, so that information came, to a certain extent, is not a surprise to many people in uh, communities of color, um, but it still is there and it hurts and it still is something that, you know, we are not immune. We have a lot of fun on the show, but we are not immune to the current events and state of the state of the world in which we live. So, to a certain extent, um, you know, I want to thank the folks who uh, had a catharsis stream last night on Twitch, uh, just talking about yeah. the the state of Black America, at least through my through my prism. And I wanted to thank everybody for coming through and and, and giving support and sharing support to each other. And and sharing thoughts and, and ideas and prayers with the folks who are out in Ferguson. Um, see if you have any thoughts on that. You know, share those, please. Uh, yeah. So um, first off, your stream was dope. Uh, if you guys aren't following um, Ka's new channel on Twitch, it is Spawn on Me Two. Um, it's so Twitch slash Spawn on Me Two, one word. Uh, the number two, not the word two. Mm-hmm. I was about to say the letter two. Um, <laughs> that would be wrong. Which, <laughs> which would be yeah, which would be kind of wrong on on lots of different fronts. Um, so yeah, so it it was it was um, actually very cathartic for me to listen to and and then here's here's just to bring it back to video games uh, for a second. 
here's a thing that you can do on the PlayStation 4 that, uh, you know, Unto 4, uh, I always fuck that up, but up until that point, I didn't even know that you could do it, and you definitely can't do it on the Xbox One, mm. which is allow your party chat to be heard over the stream. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's really cool. So it was it was really nice to be able to listen to your friends in the party chat, um, also participate with the with the viewers via the Twitch stream. So uh, yeah, thanks to all of those guys that were on there. I don't know their names, but uh, you know a couple of the people that that jumped in, Jeb uh, in the uh, Jeb Wrench in the in the in the the in the Twitch chat, uh, Status Two Ten who who came in and uh, had lots of very probing questions mm-hmm. that uh, were you know were sometimes thought provoking, but were definitely kind of devil's advocate types of types of uh, things that would that that challenged what people were thinking, but it allowed I think allowed a lot of us at least allowed me to kind of um, r- really evaluate and and kind of reinforce my thoughts on on the issues. So um, status, uh, thanks a lot for making me more sure about how I, how I was feeling um, last night and how I feel just in general. Um, as far as as far as what's going on in Ferguson, you and I we spoke we spoke yesterday before the verdict uh, was it was announced um, to the public to the world. Um, you know, uh, one of the really shitty things that every everything the way that this has been handled, and you know, I'll be quite candid about this: the way that this has been handled by uh, by the DA's office in in St. Louis has been a complete and utter shit show. Um, the fact that they had the verdict um, around 1 p.m. Central and then held on to it until 8 p.m. Central um, and and gave you know gave people seven hours to to kind of think about what was going on to, to kind of uh, even you know even for some people who who already felt like they knew what the outcome was going to be to kind of mm-hmm. build up hope that maybe this time it was going to be something different um, you know so I, just everything about it was was uh, was handled improperly in in my opinion um, and, and then of course the inevitable happened um, and 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 then the inevitable happened with the reading of the verdict and then the inevitable happened with the with the looting and the rioting uh, after after the fact and and in no way shape or form do I condone um, a, a a a negative show of force, whether it's by the police or whether it's by you know citizens of this country, um, I do understand why people were so angry that they decided that you know that they wanted to torch things. And and I think the, the what was what was poignant. Was that the first thing that you saw being vandalized after the verdict was read, um, or or the non-indictment was was uh, levied out uh, to the world? The first things that you saw vandalized were police were police vehicles. Right. Um, you know, and 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 if it had stayed that way, um, then you know, then I I wouldn't even come out and say I you know I don't even obviously it's still wrong to kind of do that stuff, but. Like there's there's a message that's being sent, 
Like you are the guys that are doing this to us. You are able to to you know walk around with impunity. Um, so we're going to destroy your stuff. We're sending a message to say that this won't happen anymore, or if that it, if that it if it does happen, we're going to continue to challenge it. Um, and then you know, and then it just kind of got out of control, and that was that was terrible. Um, that was sad. Um, but if you know, if I am hopeful um, today, it is because all across the country today there are there's civil unrest um, with with young people and people our age that are are showing their displeasure with with uh, the the level of injustice that was that was levied out in in Ferguson. And uh, like they just shut down the Lincoln Tunnel in New York. And that's I mean that's huge. Yeah. Um, so so kudos kudos to yeah. everybody. Yeah, I was gonna say if anybody right, knows right. how the Lincoln Tunnel works in New York, that is a major major hub for transportation in and out of you know New York and New Jersey. And to have that shut down is a major major thing for people to have done. Yeah. It's been and I'm sorry I cut you off, but it's it's one of the the, the kind of heartwarming things that I saw today is um, it's been people of all stripes which has been amazing to see it's been it's been every age right. group every nationality every every section of humanity has been out there showing that they do not think that this was okay and that at least you know their voices will be heard in some form or fashion you know the the folks of Ferguson we talked about this yeah. in our Mike Brown episode um, they you know to a certain extent they've been under siege for a couple of months so for for whatever transpired last night, you know, a lot of it was positive. A lot of it at the end was negative. Um, it's understandable. It's it's semi-reasonable. It's unfortunate the way it went down. But also, you can't tell people who have been under siege for three months that they can't have some kind of catharsis to come out and kind of do what they needed to right. do with those moments. Um, the things that I found interesting today actually were... Um, the conversations that were following, in, in, you know, on my Facebook pages and, and and people that I follow, it's been very interesting to see the differences in the way that folks have been kind of ingesting <clears throat> ingesting the information that they've been given. Um, and I've gotten into some heated arguments uh, on <laughs> social media in the past 24 hours, which is, you know, it's it's what you semi expect. There are, you know, different ways of uh, viewing a particular uh, instance or a particular situation, and and the thing that I ask folks who who do not have to go through these kinds of circumstances on numerous occasions or at all, I ask folks to just pay attention, listen to the people who are living these lives, pay attention to what actually happens to folks. Don't worry about fucking property damage as opposed to people being shot and killed, right. um, and don't use that as an excuse to kind of you know whitewash what happens to people's lives. So no pun intended. No pun intended, but it's but it's, <laughs> it's but it's serious in the way of like you need to be able to listen to folks who are actually living it, who are actually scared, who are actually going through things on a consistent basis. And right. Listen and look at the even if you can't get behind the the rhetoric that goes behind the conversation, there are numbers and facts to back it up. Absolutely. You can't dis- you, Absolutely. you can't you can't dispose of the facts and and the numbers that actually tell you that people are people are affected by police brutality and by the way that they're policed in the neighborhoods in different ways than you may be. So I want everyone to take a second, take a pause, you know, give some reflection to to the family that lost their lost their child. 
give some reflection to the people who are who are protesting, who lost people. Give you you know give give some reflection to to the people who built their livelihoods in Ferguson and and, and lost those livelihoods. Like I would right. love to start figuring out try to a way to try to get some money to those folks through 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 a uh, crowdfunding crowdfunding means in some way. Because yes. Catharsis is real. Catharsis was needed, but also some people did lose their their businesses for no reason. Right. So, right. if we're being honest about that and being reasonable, then we should be able to, to to figure some way about that too. So, well, well, hopefully, hopefully, insurance will uh, will come to their aid. Ha 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 ha! Like insurance actually works anymore. Um, <laughs> but um, all of those things, all of those things that you said are absolutely valid. And and again, you know, the the thing that that gives me hope is is the the outpouring of support um, from people of of all all like you said of all stripes of all races all genders who who uh, who have come out all across the country and, and in fact across the world um, saying. Look, that's not right, you know. And 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 the thing, again, the thing that we're talking about now is not even the fact that Darren Wilson didn't go to jail, right? Because I don't even I don't I don't think in in my heart of hearts that I'd ever believe that he would ever wind up in jail right. for for murdering Mike Brown. And you know and you know listen, I could be sued for libel if you know if he wants to come after me, go ahead. He murdered Mike <laughs> Brown. Uh, you know, I mean, that's that's that, let's let you know, let's call a spade a spade. Uh, again, no pun intended. But but uh, all all anyone really wanted was there to be a trial, right? Where Darren Wilson was the defendant in a case discussing why and under what circumstances he shot and killed. Mike Brown, and and that couldn't even happen. And, and a friend of mine uh, posted a statistic um, uh, on on Facebook uh, yesterday. In 2010, there was something like it was like 165,000 or 114,000 um, uh, U.S. attorney grand jury trials that that were brought you know brought in front of judges uh, brought to the courts in 2010 13 of those didn't receive indictments so you know and people say that you can indict a ham sandwich they, I mean it's it's almost literally true and and it, you know and part of part of the problem and part of the fear that people had when they knew who this you know who the prosecutor was going to be who the DA was, um, was that they didn't believe that he was going to do the job necessary to get an indictment for for Mike, you know, for Darren Wilson, um, so that he could at least see his day in court, and this family could could have the public see what the circumstances were that led to the death of their son, um, the murder of their son, and and uh, and 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 true to form. He didn't do that, and even in in his discussion about what the the issues were and and you know what the circumstances were with the facts that he got, it sounded to me, and and again I may be biased, um, you know because I'm afraid honestly I'm afraid that me or someone in my family could be Mike Brown next, um, and um, but it sounded to me that any any type of testimony that was brought to his attention. 
that that was consistent with the original eyewitness reports was dismissed and anything that was consistent with the reports that Darren Wilson was putting out were put were pushed forward and were pursued um, and and there was enough circumstantial evidence over, off the evidence that I've heard about today and I haven't really even paid attention that would would have led me to believe that an indictment could have been sought very easily right uh, um, so uh, it's it's it there definitely was yet again another travesty of justice um, for for black Americans in in um, in our opinion um, you know, here is the grenade, Ben and Ari. Um, what what do you you know what what are what were your feelings on on yesterday? Um, obviously, so you guys were were probably very very young. The last time there were race riots, r riots based on a uh, a a verdict with, in which you know cops uh, cops either injured or or um, or you know, beat a black person, Rodney King, the Rodney King verdict. Um, so this is probably like the the big, the first really big one for you. Um, of course, you know, obviously forgetting Trayvon Martin, which just happened like last two years ago. Um, so what were your what were your thoughts on on everything? And you're in a safe place. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, you know, personally, uh, it's I mean, it's such an important topic to discuss and. For me, it's it's tough, you know, honestly, to talk about it as a white dude from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, who hasn't had to endure, um, you know, a lot of the issues that you're talking about. And uh, I, I I couldn't agree with both of you guys more. Um, I mean, it's it's there's clearly, to me, uh, just an, an unbelievable amount of injustice, you know, in this in our society, especially in America today, for Black America, and. Um, while, it, while, like you said, it's disheartening um, that that the indictment didn't come down, um, the the outpouring of support uh, is at the very at the very least, you know, uplifting in that way. Uh, that right. that people do care about this nationwide, and um, it's you know, and you were talking about kind of getting in fights and stuff on, on social media. Uh, there was one person who basically on my feed posted something that I cons would consider to be basically kind of like casual racism, and I <laughs> just just unfriended that person because I just I'm like it's you know it's it's just that those are the types of battles that I I don't feel are gonna really change things you know and and uh, and I, I hope that we can we can figure out a way to to actually change things to to make it better uh, I know that's kind of pie in the sky. Um, Again, it's tough for me to talk about it because I, I haven't had a lot of those experiences. I'll never really understand what it's like. Right. But at the same time, I, I also understand that something has to change. And I hope that what we're seeing, uh, the reaction, and what happens when you hold someone down for so long that, that they feel like they don't have a voice or that they are being you know, treated unfairly, they're going to fight back, and they should. And mm -hmm. um, so, like you said, it's, it's, you don't want to condone violence, but at the same time, uh, you, you, there's a breaking point for everyone, and so, um, you know, if we can, like we said, if we, if we can find anything from this, from my perspective, it's long-term change. Let's start the conversation. Let's at least talk about it. Let's continue to put it out there, and hopefully, you know, be a part of the solution in the long run. So, 
Yeah, and I definitely second that uh, uh, from the same type of situation that um, Ben is coming from as well. But I definitely think it's helping get awareness out there and help people you know, step up to the cause and let's do something about this. And with all the social media action going on, you really get to start seeing people's true colors about you know how they really feel about different topics. And uh, hopefully this kind of push from people and involvement uh, will help change the issue. Uh, we were both just at a conference in Chicago, and it was interesting because I was out, I was out to eat on Friday night, and uh, some random people were talking about this issue and said, you know, well, we want to get on a bus right now and go there and help protest and do this. And, and I was like, well, if you can do it, do it. Go. Go show your support. And I definitely think highly of people who, can, who took action and are uh, voicing their opinion about it. So... Yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for, for adding that to the conversation. I think it's I think it's extremely important that, you know, when we talk about allies to these causes is that folks who may not necessarily have had those experiences can can at least at the at the very least be able to sympathize with what's going on to see that these things that are happening to people who may who 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 are in their uh who are in their um communities and who are in the places that they are uh, sharing that they can say hey I can see that these things are happening because I think at the at the very least what if you ask most people of color most 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 people who are black and brown what they would like for people to do who are not black and brown is to just say that they can see it right and I think right. that that is that's a huge part of the the conversation that needs to happen a huge part of the conversation that needs to be held on a national level and you know that 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 action of unfriending the the, the casual racist uh, uh, person who said something you know flippantly or, or or callously and just you know threw it out there is just as important in my eyes as the folks who will go out and and, and march with folks as well. Um, I think. Uh, I, go ahead, I, C. I, uh, yeah, before we before we do anything else, I you know I want to say, um, Ben, you know you were saying that you don't know what you can do. Um, like Kaja said, what you're doing is exactly what we need people to do. Is 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 we need people that that aren't us to to come out and say, well, you know what, this is wrong, and it's got to stop. And I don't know what I've got to you know I don't know what I can do to to make it stop, but I know that it needs to. And if 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 you can tell your friends that this stuff needs to stop, then eventually enough people will will acknowledge the fact that it is a problem that that needs to happen. And and you know, so just to kind of give you a peek behind the curtain for for black folks, is uh, you know, kind of what happens is when these types of things have happened, and and it progressively has gotten you know uh, uh, has gotten better over the years. But when these types of things happen. Black folks come out and say, you know, this isn't an isolated incident. This happens all the time. These are the types of things that we go through. And, and you know, for a large part of, of people, you know, our friends, people that, that we felt were very close to us, we, you know, when these types of things happen, we get to see their true colors and, and hear them say things like, ah, oh, you know, well, they shouldn't have been doing this. He shouldn't have been robbing the store. He shouldn't have done this. Or, you know, and... and when when we hear people make excuses, it makes us feel like we're crazy because we clearly see what's going on, 
But these other people that are sitting there and telling us that, oh, you know, there's, there's nothing to worry about. Everything, the system works. Um, but, but you acknowledging that it doesn't work and that it needs to change is how it's going to change. So, you know, so again, thanks a lot. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we need, we need more people like you and there are more people like you and, and, you know, there are greater numbers of people like you now than there are, you know, Strom Thurmond's. Uh, in the world, and and you know, um, damn, you're not, old. You, know, you just brought up Strom. Right, right, right. I use a, you know, I pulled a, I pulled a, a Strom. I mean, I could have pulled a David Duke out. You know, so <laughs> damn. You know, yeah. you know, but uh, I am old. But you know, I got, I still have my hair. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that was, a, that was, a, that was a direct shot at me. Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll add this one last thing before we before we sure. transition into our music break. Um, I'll, I'll say again that when people are having these conversations online, please just take a minute to give yourself the ability to have a pause and say they might be right. Because that's the that's right. the one thing that I noticed that, that I was fighting a lot today on social media from friends, family, from like extended family from, from my wife's side and stuff like that of just like you guys do understand that like I've lived this every day and right. things that you think you were seeing like you can throw every Martin Luther King quote at me, but he still got shot in the face, and he was peaceful. Right. So right. just remember that the things that you think are, you know, the way that you believe America to work, when they say that there are two Americas, it is absolutely true, and you need to make one second of pause before you spout off things that you may not necessarily know about. So right. um, empathy gonna... empathy goes a lot farther than apathy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nice, nicely done. <laughs> nicely I'm a done. wordsmith, son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, so we're gonna we're gonna hop out to our music break really quick. Um, we're gonna give you some music to think about. It's a classic. Uh, I think it's very fitting for the for the events that just happened. Um, and we're gonna be right back uh, with Ben and Ari, and we're gonna talk about uh, the dopeness that they have coming up for us and for you guys, and if you can hopefully participate in right after. I justified, my mama cried Black people died when the other man lied See the TV, listen to me, double trouble I overhaul and I'm coming from the lower level I'm taking tabs, showing up Stuff the grab like shirts and it hurts Willie neck direct to the pole Cause our soul took control from the education Of a TV station But look around, here go the sound Of a record ball, boom and pound When I shut them down, I shut them down
All right, everybody, we are back from our music break. Uh, this is, again, Spun On Me Podcast, episode 39, coming to you straight out of Chicago. Uh, that joint that you just heard was Shut Him Down from the, the magical, mystical folks over at Public Enemy. If you have not heard that track, I don't know where you, you miss, like, every episode of Def Poetry Dram and every... <laughs> Uh, really angry uh, Brooklyn crowd. So <laughs> if you haven't been to either one of those, you need to get you some public enemy in your life. So um, C, have you have you dealt with any public enemy crowds before? Um, you know, I may have dealt with one or two, again, considering um, that public enemy is from my hometown of Roosevelt, Long Island. Roosevelt stand-up, Rough Riders all day, every day, Public Enemy, that's what we do. We're the town of stars. We we make we make differences in people's lives. All right, shut up. Hold it now. <laughs> wait, so wait a minute. Did you did you have a clock? <laughs> did you have a clock medallion? Because I had a clock medallion. So I did not have a clock medallion, but they sold them. So they you know I mean they sold them everywhere, but they sold them right up the street. Like where Flav got his mm-hmm. was right up the street from from my house. Mm-hmm. But I would get I I was I was always rocking the black medallions. We need to bring those back. I I, uh, no, I don't know though, cause like at the time I had both a cross colors three quarter length jacket, and I had, which was which is the worst. If you've never seen a cross colors jacket, it's basically oh, like oh the worst ghetto patchwork quilt of a of, a, of an outfit you could possibly wear. It wasn't Joseph. It wasn't Joseph's Technicolor dream coat. It was Jaheem's Technicolor dream coat. Those things are awful. It was, it was like. If so, do you remember? Do you remember Simon? The 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 Simon game with the four colors. Yes. Yes. It was, it was like one of those exploded onto your body. Um, <laughs> multiple times. That's what that's what it looked like. That's that's what that was the that was the cross colors jacket. Um, A cross cross colors jackets look like AIDS quilts that you wore. Basically, basically, that's basically. what it was. Yeah, people kind of look, people kind of looked at you like you had some problems when you wore a cross colors thing. But that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, whole other yeah. discussion. Right, um, but did you didn't you didn't rock black medallions? I did. I had a I had a Africa one, and I had uh-huh. a. I, see, this is this this is the problem with this is the problem with uh, 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 Afrocentrism and uh, capitalism, because. Right. <laughs> Because you'll get a a black power fist and a black panther medallion, but also you'll get one with Snoopy on it. <laughs> so yep, so it doesn't yep. really. They're like, oh wait, this is the new thing that everybody likes right now. We have to put everything on it. This is a, you want an Autobot one? Here's an Autobot one. That that works too. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so amazingly stupid. But any, yep, it, it would be yeah, Snoopy with his fist raised. Yeah, it was wearing like a red black and she wearing like an Africa shirt. I think I saw I saw Snoopy with a dashiki on. It was amazing and stupid. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sure you did. I think I did. Um, so so Angela Davis Afro. Oh God. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Oh God. I'm stupid. We've yeah, got all guests. The, all the compound things. Yes, we have guests. Um. <laughs> so so before we left on the music break, we we, we kind of broached and and talked about almost uh what our guests are here to kind of kind of elaborate and and kind of enlighten us on. If you want to, you know, shed some light on that and introduce our guests so that uh, the folks who just caught up to us on the second half of the show will know who we're talking right. about and talking to. Right. Yeah, those those tuning in late. 
Um, live from Milwaukee, uh, two grad students from the University of Wisconsin at Milwaukee. Uh, they are, and introduce yourselves, please. Harrington Stahl. And Benjamin Baker. Nice at that. Jeez, you guys are like pros, man. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm expecting a podcast out of this. And then we're learning from you guys the yeah. best, so you know. Oh, 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 look at that! Flattery Flatter. will get you everywhere. Oh man, that was great. I think Angel just got his wings. Oh <laughs> right. Uh, so, so the question I have is, uh, I'm sorry, you about to ask it? No, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, so man. You the captain. So the question I have is, so um, you guys are doing a study that is pretty interesting, um, and kind of, you know, in the vein of lots of things that we've been talking about in the gaming space for a while now. Um, there's been a lot of things we, you know, our show was kind of based on it, on having a spotlight on people of color and underrepresented groups, and you guys are doing a study that is basically kind of reflecting some of that as well. Do you want to go into some of the details about that? Okay. Yeah, I'll just start um, off a little bit. Um, it, uh, we're both second-year PhD students, and, uh, you know, part of being a, a PhD student is kind of finding your way terms of research and uh, my my focus and I think Arrington's is, is kind of related to that um, is is like you said understudied marginalized groups um, I particularly focus on LGBT plus individuals um, but of course it's not limited to that and uh, kind of going along with what we said before in terms of looking studying culture trying to figure out ways that we can possibly give uh, those groups who don't have a voice or don't have a voice because of other people um, uh, you know, a, a chance to talk and a chance to speak. And so uh, just very bare bones of, in terms of the, the current study that we're working at, um, obviously people are familiar with things like Gamergate and uh, a lot of the you know, issues surrounding women in gaming. And we really wanted to look at and have been talking to and interviewing uh, females and their experiences in games, uh, both in terms of representation and also in terms of their interactions with other players um, in online games in particular. And so that's kind of the very, you know, the very base of the study. Cool. Cool. So, um, so I guess, it's, I mean, it sounds like an awesome study. So where are you guys at right now in terms of um, what phase of the study are you in? Are you still collecting data? Um, you know, have you even started to collect data? Are you still grabbing volunteers? Yeah, so we have started to collect data, uh, but okay. um, we are going to be continuing collecting data for a bit here, so we're definitely still looking for individuals, um, but we're going to be, I guess, looking at our first round of results here pretty soon to see uh, what we found, um, because I guess the, the reason we started this project, not only for interests, is because uh, one of our communication technology courses that we're in. So uh, that was, I guess, our... Motiv not motivation, but what first sparked the conversation about this was through that class. Okay. Um, but what class was it? It's, uh, it was an interpersonal communication technology course. Mm -hmm. okay. and it's a grad class that we're in here at UW-Milwaukee with um, our professor, Aaron Ruppel, and uh, it's an awesome course. Yeah. <laughs> but sure. uh, right it definitely has helped, I guess, pave the way with learning about a lot of different things that uh, encompass communication in the technology realm, and uh, I guess the headway for the study. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. So, so oh, go, ahead, go ahead, man. Go oh, ahead. I was, was going to ask, and, uh, and I'm happy that you brought up um, Gamergate as a part of that conversation. Um, right. 
we had seen that the propensity of, of all the craziness that happened within Gamergate over the past, you know, six, eight months or so. Um, had you guys, you know, when that when that started uh, being a part of the the discourse in the gaming space, did you did you find that that was something that kind of helped to spark some of the, the, the maybe your questions or conversations that you were having with um, some of the the folks in your study? Um, was it something that you guys had been talking about and thinking about prior to you know even Gamergate being a thing? Um, you know, for me. Uh... Not, I, I, if I'm being totally honest, not not really before Gamergate. I mean, Gamergate for me really brought forth this whole notion of, my God, there's this whole population of female gamers, right? A huge population of people um, that are really not treated well and are not welcome um, often. Right. And when they do kind of speak up and fight back, uh, you know, you, you see what happens. It's it's, um, and in fact, we we uh, I'm sure people are familiar with. Brianna Wu, who was the game de- developer, who was uh, you know, forced from her home amid the death threats and that sort of thing, and so that's actually how we kind of get into the study um, uh, to kind of introduce the topic. Uh, I also think it's important too that we also recognize that there are plenty and tons and tons of male gamers right out there who are positive right, and and want to do you know uh, work with with female gamers, play with female gamers, treat them as equals, and all that good stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of the positive responses as well, so we, you know, we don't want to just say obviously all male gamers are are part of this. Um, right. Unfortunately, it happens that there's this kind of vocal minority that pushes back against uh, even a little bit more equality for for females in, in games and online games in particular. So, um, you know, and and I guess kind of short short story long is just yeah that the gamer gate really I think kind of pushed us towards that realization and kind of saying you know we. Like we said, we want to study this and figure out um, what are the experiences that are going on for females in games right now. So, so I mean, you know, the the amazing thing as I as I listen to the things that you're saying is is how analogous what uh, what uh, you know I guess kind of inspired you to kind of do all of this stuff. How analogous that is to what we were talking about before the music break um, with with you know. Um, people understanding that it's not just, you know, while black people may be the ones that are affected by this, but everybody kind of understanding that that this is a fight that we all need to fight together in order to kind of thwart it. Um, so, you know, I, I guess, so I, I know I know personally that, Ben, that you you are a gamer. Um, we, we kind of talked off cast and you said you were going to be playing some Hearthstone. Um yeah. Ari, are you are you a gamer, or um, you know, had you been gaming prior to this kind of stuff? And and if you are, um, what have your experiences been um, in within you know within the realm of of being being a, a girl gamer? And I'm using I'm using quotes right now because I really hate that term. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Uh, yes, before the study, I uh, consider myself a gamer. I well, I guess a little backstory, so it sort of leads into my experiences. I started playing video games probably about six years ago, and to be honest, it was to be a cool sister so I could play with my brother online, my awesome. younger brother. <laughs> and then I got into it. I loved it. Um, so, I, I mean, I have experienced some difficult situations while playing games online, and my uh, my gamer tag name is definitely uh, geared. You would know I was a female. <laughs> <laughs> After the podcast, <laughs> um, 
Okay. Yeah. But I'm lucky enough that uh, when I first started, you know, it would I would play a lot with my brother and his friends online, and uh, there would be comments made, especially because uh, I wasn't the best, nor am I now at all. <laughs> uh, but I had my brother there who was like, you know, shut the fuck up, man. That's my sister. Whatever, you know. Yeah. But um, but it just and it's interesting thinking back to that now about how you know even my brother saying something like that. Uh, you know, the instant be like, oh, oops, sorry. You know, versus if it was just me playing now, um, if I said something like that, you know, the instant backlash would come back. Right. I mean, so right. there definitely is, um, I think, there's stuff happening, and I think people need to know about it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, don't, don't, uh, don't shy away from from saying, you know, saying how you really feel. Um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> It's uh, you know, so I mean, have you found, has it been cathartic for you as you're as you're reading through the data, and you know, Ben, I'm not I'm not ignoring you, but we've you know we've got a woman and we're talking about women in gaming, um, but uh, have have you found have you found that as you read some of the as you collected data and have you as you read some of the data, has it been cathartic for you to to hear other people's experiences that that either mirror your own or are uh, you know either either very similar or or you know I don't even know how to how to really word it other than um, that that kind of you know mirror your own so you feel like you're not alone in in your in the abuse that you receive <laughs> well yeah it's definitely it's definitely very interesting and especially because I can think back and and remember uh, certain occurrences and how at the time I just like pushed it aside or I was like or I just ignored it and thought maybe oh no big deal it's okay this is how it is here right. when I start playing which in reality it's not okay and it shouldn't be okay um, but I definitely when looking through all of uh, our interviews so far you know I really try to keep um, like, like an open mind you know to really look at this from a neutral perspective to really see what's out there but uh, there definitely uh, are some similarities from my experiences in theirs. Are you are you guys finding that in the I guess the preliminary parts of you finding the information that you're seeing kind of any patterns evolve or are you seeing any things from the like the the strata of the different kinds of folks that you've been able to interview? Um, Anything so far that's maybe maybe surprised you, or, or or maybe has given you some other insights into how you kind of view your your own hobby uh, as you as you've been going through the process. Yeah, you know, um, the, and to, not to bore anyone with the technical aspects of being a grad student and trying to work with <laughs> academic theories and all that fun stuff. Um, the theory that we did choose basically, we are looking for themes. You know, we're looking for um, themes across these different interviews that we've done and so we have found some very basic one some some things that you know you might expect there's sexual harassment there's all these different things um, one one thing that in particular has stood out to me um, is the and it kind of goes along with the way females are represented responded that the game developers are not really doing female gamers any service right now they're not really right. Um, they're, they're creating spaces that they may have good intentions, but they're not really as welcoming as you might think. And when you take a step back and you're like, whoa, 
you know, I look at World of Warcraft or I look at these different games, um, you know, where are the females that are really strong characters that aren't uh, fighting because it's for a love interest or something like that? You know, where are the, where are the characters right. that can stand on their own? And at the end of the day, you're kind of left scratching your head going, I, I, I guess maybe there aren't that many out there. Um, you know, in my own personal experience, I forget there's a game, a couple, I couldn't even tell you what the game was, but uh, I, I, I saw the, the character on the front and I thought, that's not, you know, I didn't look like that character. And I thought for the first time, I was like, oh, so that's probably what it feels like when somebody who doesn't look like the character is part of And it kind of takes a moment like that where, where you're just like, you know, again, it's it's females or or minorities or whatever it might be uh, looking at game covers or characters in games, and they still want to play the game because the gameplay still rocks. But can they really feel that identity? And and you know, again, that's where that one of those main themes that stood out to me so far is just that it's the representation in general is just it's it's still very white male uh, oriented. And hopefully, again, as we talked about for conversations and that sort of thing, game developers we're gonna re- are gonna realize that. There are a lot more people playing games than just you know white dudes, so um, I think that's probably stood out to me the most. I'm I'm surprised that there hasn't been some kind of version of the Bechdel test for for gaming in that in that way, where folks are like, if you're not if, if I'm not butchering it, it's basically like when there's a woman on the screen in a movie, is she basically like in control of you know. The not oh god I forgot it oh I'm gonna ruin it oh I sucked it I if if you know if you know what I'm talking about and can better explain that please I can I can make it up but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's, it's that conversation about is there is there a man involved is there is there um uh, a romantic interest in this particular thing and I I know I'm ruining it I'll figure no, it out I, now. I think I I understand but you know it's it's like women are there in these games to drive the story for the man it's not like they and not, of course, again, not in all games, right? There are definitely some positive role models um, and, and some, some really strong female characters in certain games. Uh, but, but again, it's, it's yeah, they're there because they're they need to be saved, or they even if they are, you know, even if they are the strong character, they have skimpy armor, uh, they, their clothing doesn't really fit. You know, it, it's those types of things that a, a lot of the women in the study that we've done so far are just, they're kind of just fed up, I think, with that, you know, and they just, they want better representation, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, let me fix my, let me fix that before everyone that I know who knows that I know what I'm talking about thinks I'm not an idiot. <laughs> it's, it's in a work of fiction where at least two women are talking to each other and about something other than a man. Thank you. Yeah. Jeez, good Lord. Um, and it's called, it's called the Bechdel test. Bechdel test? I'm sorry. Well, it sounds I, official. Word. Thank you, yes. thank you for for clarifying. Or that. or Beck Beckdale, Beckdale, Beckdale test. Got it. Yes, after Allison Bechdel, who was nice. a was a cartoonist, and uh, you know, way back in 1985. <laughs> Damn. Hey, we, we're learning things from you guys. I yeah. mean, this is that's great. I'm gonna go ahead and research that myself yeah. now. Thank you. You just won yeah. up that. Yeah. No, I, I, after I ruined hey. it for the first five minutes. Oh no no no! It's it. good. Um, but I, but I think to a certain extent, like the conversations that you that you just discussed, in the the broader scope of you know gaming, the gaming community of trying to make things better, is extremely important, right? It's like trying to figure out you know the conversations that you'll hear game developers say, with the mashup of PR behind them, is that in these power positions because they don't sell, right? And if that's part of the narrative, 
how do we change that when we know that that's not true for most other forms of entertainment that we've seen? So I don't know why folks have kind of, you know, wrapped that around uh, gaming in that same way. And also the folks who are that audience, to a certain extent, we know that they don't necessarily believe that entirely as well. So, so see, I know you, I know you want to jump on some of that as well. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, what you said was 100% true. Uh, I, the question that I have for uh, for our esteemed guests is, uh, what is there a, a specific concentration? I know that. I, so I've you know I've seen some some of the the literature when when you guys were kind of uh, looking for volunteers for for your uh, for your study. Um, is there a specific concentration of in, in terms of genre of games that you're looking for with with uh, with your 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 uh, with the women you know that the women that you that you kind of uh, grab for your study obviously online games because you know that's the that's when they're going to interact with anyone else um, but and, and and you know, and obviously, when you think online games, the first thing that you think are shooters. But are you taking people that are playing, um, you know, like uh, I think you said WoW before, but you know, people that are playing WoW, people that are playing like Dragon Age, um, even people that p- play, you know, uh, quote unquote casual games uh, online. Or are you are you getting any data from them as well, collecting data from them? Yeah. No. Uh, we definitely we definitely are. So. Any females who play online video games, anything like that. We've had a variety okay. of all those games you mentioned, League uh, and League of Legends as well too. Um, so oh, yes, okay. is interested definitely. Yeah, it's it's uh, there, there's okay. there's been other studies. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump in there. Um, oh no, no, go, go ahead. Yeah, it's just that there have you know there there've been other studies kind of in the same vein before. Um, but ours, at least as far as we have seen so far, is kind of the first to. Say you know besides just does this happen in World of Warcraft? Does this happen in Call of Duty? It's does this happen across all you know forms of game, all genres, all different types? And uh, you know at this point we can we can kind of say yes, right? But um, you know we we kind of have to have that study that it's out there that says that yeah this is this is happening. What do wow. you think? Wow. I guess the question I'll ask after that is what do you think when? provided some of the information and some of your findings once you're done with with your study, if you were to ask the 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 quote unquote, you know, stereotypical gamer what those findings would wind up being, what do you think their answers would be? Like once you give them those findings, you're like, well, here are the things that we found out. We're gonna remove all the gamergate out of it. We're gonna remove all the folks who are the the fringes of those um, those arguments and those conversations. What do you think that those folks would say? Well, you know, I mean, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't know how many times you can read the word rape and not at least be taken aback a little bit. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. I mean, I'm I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna die. I mean, would would these people say these same things to these women in person? I, I would I would find that hard to believe. But you know, even if you separate it, like you said. From all the surrounding stuff, it's just as a human being. I mean, how how can you use words like rape and, and murder uh, casually and 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 not? And if you read that, how can you not be affected yeah. by that? You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I think that if people just really did separate it, they would. You know, if you have a heart, you 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 I think would be affected by that. 
Would you agree I with that? I completely agree. And, I mean, to all the men out there, the phrase, get back in the kitchen, it's over. It's done with. I mean, it's so frustrating reading <laughs> over and over. And right. just, it's, I think that they would be shocked. Yeah. So. So, so, Ben, how have you, you know, as you've been reading the data, um, were you shocked at the the amount of vitriol that uh, our you know our fellow male gamers were 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 doling out or you know obviously I, I again I guess to lead into that question we should probably go into your background of gaming it's 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 quite a uh, uh, an assholery presumption to assume <laughs> because you're a guy that you've been gaming all your life. Yeah. Um, so I guess why don't we talk about when you started gaming and and you know yeah. the games the games that you're playing besides Hearthstone. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, uh, I I don't want to get all misty-eyed here, but I can still remember that you know first day. Uh, I think it was Easter morning. Uh, Nintendo Entertainment System was out there. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> Loaded on it, and so you know I'm, I just turned 31 on this past Friday, so. Um, you know, since, Mazatov. Yeah, Mazatov. thank you, thank you. Uh, so since then, it's been, I mean, you know, every system in between. Uh, I, I wanted a Virtual Boy for a little while. Um, that quickly went away. Uh, <laughs> Nicely done. Someone <laughs> saved you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, all through it, uh, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation, all the way up, and I have my PlayStation 4 over here. Just got my PS TV the other day, which I'm excited about, because now I can go back oh. and play play you know, old school Final Fantasy games and stuff like that. Um, nice. wow. So in other words, yeah, I've, I, I've gamed, you know, every genre, all that stuff. Um, I love it. For me, it's, as I'm sure for many out there, it's a stress release. Uh, it's, you know, a chance to just relax a little bit and kind of zone out. Um, so I love I love that. Uh, now in terms of your, your second question, uh, you know, have I been surprised? The answer would be, again, be yes. I mean, um, I, I do online game. I... I Personally, myself, prefer usually to have the kind of offline RPG stuff. That's usually my favorite, but sure. uh, yeah, I've been in WoW. I've been in a lot of those other multiplayer games, Call of Duty and that sort of thing. And, again, as a guy playing it, I don't get a lot of those. You know, sure, everyone hears some foul language and some, you know, go to hell and F yourself and all that stuff. But uh, when you when you really start looking at some of these things um, that are, are – Specifically directed at women, it's it's uh, it's it's just mind-boggling, and it, it, it like I said, it just makes you take a step back. Um, so I would say, despite all of my gaming, yes, I still have been surprised by some of the the responses that we've gotten. I guess I guess a quick question for both of you would be like, yeah, we all know to a certain extent. We've been kind of if you've been gaming for as long as you know we have, and 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 you guys have, you've kind of thrown on, you know, the, the not the blinders, but you, you've had to kind of shield yourself from all the craziness that goes on um, online. But it's also, like you just said, you get, sometimes are kind of taken aback by the vitriol that we've seen um, kind of prop itself up. And especially, it seems a little bit more in the past, at least, you know, five to ten years, you know, because it seemed like the home console... The, the anonymity that goes along with 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 being uh, an anonymous person to a certain extent online. How much of that do you think is you know like the quote unquote Jack Thompson kind of discussion of like society has made people evil and it's kind of inf infiltrated gaming. 
how, how much of this do you feel like is just another reflection of society as a whole? I mean, oh man, you put me on the spot here to answer that. That's a big I, question. Come on, I, I have to hit you with the good stuff. Oh, no, I appreciate it. And journalism. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> you know, I, I and and you know, but to be honest, yeah, I mean, some of the you know the research and stuff that we we see is is explaining that these these sexualized norms in, in this area in particular. They they bleed through, you know, and mm. and they're reinforced. And I think that's the other part of it, right? It's gaming is such an awesome opportunity. Right? It allows people to, as you guys know, I mean, you you can be yourself, you can be someone else, you can try on a different persona, um, and that's all great. But when there are limitations built into the game, uh, a lot of times what it does is it it just tends to reinforce those those stereotypes that. Women don't belong here. That that people of color don't belong here. That whatever it might be, mm-hmm. um, and and so uh, it's yeah, it's popular culture, right? It does reflect what the discussion is. Um, but again, there are, I mean, with the explosion of indie gaming and and you know certain games like um, Skyrim and that sort of thing that let you really kind of customize your character further. Uh, Right. There are opportunities, and I think if we can show gaming companies that there are plenty of people out there who will play these games where there's a little bit more customization, there aren't necessarily just the same old faces on the cover. Um, maybe that's where we can really start having an impact on on trying to change that conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, all right. So now is now is the time to find out. Uh, you know, besides. Uh, giving you an outlet to kind of talk about what's going on and, and giving us an opportunity to, to hear about the awesome shit that you guys are doing. Um, now's the time to find out what it is that we can do for you. Um, are you guys still looking for people for your study? Um, let, let our community know what it is, you know, what's step two for, for, for you guys, for your gaming study, for Ari and Ben. Um, how can Bricago help you? Definitely. So we are for sure looking for more participants, and you just have to be a female and over the age of 18. Yes, big deal. And play Uh online video games. Uh, And if anyone is interested, they just need to shoot us an email at our gaming study 2014 at gmail.com. And we will send you the questions right away. And yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things where we. You know, because we're working in an academic area, we, we have our, our review board approval, right? So we send people the consent form that basically gives them the rundown. This is what we're doing. Um, obviously, if anyone gets the survey and they decide or the questionnaire and they decide they're not comfortable taking it, that's totally cool. You know, we understand that. Sometimes it's tough to relive some of those things. Um, but, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're a female gamer um, and you really feel like you just want to contribute uh, your story to this that we're, we're, we're working on here, uh, we we definitely we want you know, we want you there. We want to encourage those those gamers out there to email us again. Gaming study uh, twenty fourteen at gmail dot com. Yep, uh, that's the main way to 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 get in touch with us. Yeah, and I also want to emphasize that this is completely anonymous. Uh, their name for you is actually something fun we're doing. Is every participant is randomly uh, generated a female video game character name. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so they, your name, no one knows that you will participate. This, the emails and data is just kept between us with our account, and that's as far as their name will ever go. Right. 
So nice. make that very clear. Yeah, and in terms of you know where we're where we might go in the future, um, this is you know this is for us. I think we've worked together before. Um, we'd like to probably work together again uh, on you know gaming and that sort of stuff, and so and studies. And you know we still have at least two years left in college together, so um, there's still going to be plenty of opportunities. You know this this is the the first step. Um, there's certainly opportunities for. Uh, like we said, maybe other minorities, other people who feel like they don't have a voice in gaming. I think that's kind of the direction we're going in here. So I guess we could just say keep your eyes peeled, and we will um, you know, keep those in mind who maybe maybe aren't right for this study, but in the future, you know, um, we'll, we'll definitely send out some feelers for some future studies that we're thinking about, too. It, it, so. so, it sounds like you guys are going to have a kick-ass dissertation. Please. Right. Yeah, if I could get a letter, uh, so, yeah. get a letter of uh, recommendation from you, that would just be yeah. awesome. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, dear, you know, as dear, long, dear Ben and Ari's professor. <laughs> right. I love dear it. Mr. and Mrs. Ari and Ben's professor. Yeah. This is Khalif Adams. I am a co-host of the Spawn on Me podcast. Right. Coming to you from Chicago. Please give them everything. That they ask for. <laughs> oh my God! This is what we were waiting That's for. Perfect. Right. All, all the cookies, all the milk. Um, yeah, uh, I, I am so, so happy to uh, be speaking with you guys and hearing about your study and hearing about you guys makes me uh, really, really happy. And I'm super excited that you guys are so close to me. Um, because you know, uh, I, I, you know, obviously, I want to see this succeed, um, but I really want to hear about the data that you co that you guys collect, and and uh, you know, I, I just want to say that we will do everything in our power. Um, obviously, we're going to share this out, and we, you know, we want people to to hear about it and know about it, and um, you know, uh, I, I beseech any member of uh, female member of Chicago to uh, to you know add their name to the list and and help help these guys with their study um, and and you know hopefully we you know we'll be able to pass it around Twitter and 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 you know pie in the sky maybe some you know someone big will will be able to have it and see it and 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 give you guys some visibility so that that uh, you can really collect some data and then be able to share that data with people online yeah that, that's, um, I mean that's so awesome want to just say on behalf of Arrington too, thank you guys, you know, yes. so much for giving us this opportunity. This is so great. Uh, I think a lot of times what happens is, especially in academia, not a lot of times, sometimes what happens is we're kind of in the bubble, right? And we we don't necessarily right. get a chance right. to to have our kind of studies and our, our information get out there. And so, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for Definitely. this. Uh, we were so excited to do this, and it's just, it's been awesome. So thank you. Yeah, we've been, we've been, thank you guys for, for, for being on the show. And we've been lucky, weirdly, to have, uh, Multi multi time professors on our show, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. On the show earlier, earlier, earlier on in our in our run so far. So, right. <laughs> helping academia out is is a part of what we do. We want we like Absolutely. the fact that our audience is super super smart and really invested <laughs> in, in invested in, in what's going on. So again, I would I would send a plea out to everybody who's listening uh, for our female listeners. You know, people talk a lot about, you know, we've seen everything that's happened in the past six to eight months, and a lot of folks have felt helpless. This is a way you can help combat that. So um, this is a way to you have your voices heard and, and, and kind of help push 
aiming further in a, in a, in a better direction. So, um, absolutely. I will say before we get out of here, um, again, thank everyone for, for, for listening, sharing out the show. Uh, thank you guys again so much for being on with us tonight. Um, and I think Cicero Holmes, that's your name, right? <laughs> um, sometimes. That guy. That guy over right. there. Uh, the, can you share the social the most media? beautifulest people? thing in this world. Oh, God, I hate that song so much. <laughs> All right, it's C-I-C-E-R-O. There you go. Now you can totally change the hook. There you go. Oh, God. <laughs> share the social media business before I kick you. Well, before before I share our social media business, Correct. Um, I want to ask Ari and Ben if you've got any uh, social media stuff that you guys want to share. Obviously, uh, we, want, we want people to, uh, obviously women, to um, to email gamingstudy2014 at gmail.com. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Um, but, uh, well, I guess uh, one other question. I derail everything all the time. I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> if, if, I am a, if I'm a guy, I happen to be a guy, and I wanted to help. <laughs> yeah. you know. and, and I wanted to help, what, what could I do? Well, I would say definitely reach out to your network and who you know. Um, share the information. I mean, share sure. this podcast. Share our email. Right. Anything. Just get it out there in the gaming community because, you know, you may run into 10 people who don't like it or don't know anyone who would want to, but you have one person who knows three people. That's three more people for us. So. Right, anything. right. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good idea, Arrington. I'm going to start sharing our podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Thank you. Thank you. She's good. Yes. You're your newfound yes. guy power. Good. Right. Right. It's to share. Nice. Share my show. Um. So. Uh, yeah. So. Do you, do you guys have any uh, social media Twitter? Uh, is there a, more importantly, is there a Twitter account for the study? God. Thanks, Rob. But uh, still tonight, and we can. Eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Other than that, um, I I am uh, I am in a dinosaur. I don't tweet or twit or twat or whatever it's called. Um, I, <laughs> it's not twat. Yeah, you whatever have, it is, it is not twat. You're this podcast, right? <laughs> you can cut that. You can cut that. Just editing. <laughs> um. So I don't do any of that. Oh uh, my god! I don't, I don't. I you know I'm I'm pretty lame when it comes to that sort of thing. So uh, I I think Arrington might have uh, yeah. some social media stuff. I do have I have a Twitter account. If people would uh, like to reach out to me, uh, if they have any questions, it's um, Ari Lee Eight. <laughs> so nothing nothing right. crazy. You can check out some awesome uh, pictures. Yeah, of my yeah. spell spell that for spell that for everybody. It's A R I. L E E and the number eight. All right, cool. And okay. then we will be getting back to you on our hopefully Gaming Study 2014 Twitter name if it's not taken. Yeah. Ah, okay. Man, you got to go snatch that up right now before <laughs> something yeah, exactly. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, it's best exactly. I let her handle that. As yes, well, I will take so. it. <laughs> right, right. right. We don't want anybody, whatever it is that you said, going around. Oh, my God. It's kind of amazing. So, uh, 
So, uh, yeah, everyone go out and follow Ari Lee 8 on Twitter. Um, you know, it's it's a blessing for all of us that Ben is not on Twitter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Um, oh, my God, America. What have you wrought? <laughs> so, uh, uh, as as for us, um, our social media business is as follows. You can tweet us oh, <laughs> using oh, Twitter. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, and the past tense to that is tweeted. Thank you. Oh, you learn something new every day. Uh, there you go. There you go. You know, you you guys are the grad students, and we are the teachers. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so our Twitter accounts are as follows: Our great captain Khalif Adams is at Kajakins. Uh, I am at Stubby Stan, and the show is at Spawn on Me. The site is at Spawn Point Blog, um, and then of course. Our great friend who lives in Milwaukee, who is also part of the Spawn Point blog family, Daniel Moore, is at Dan the Robot. <clears throat> I love Collie you, Dan. Adams. I love you, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the show is available on iTunes and SoundCloud and Stitcher and uh, anywhere you uh, use your podcast aggregator. Um, remember to follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe on Twitter or not on Twitter. You follow us on Twitter, you follow us on SoundCloud and you uh, subscribe on iTunes. That's the thing. Nicely done. Thank you, thank you. I had to close my eyes and think about that. I had to concentrate. (laughs) You looked constipated when you did it. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Um, Don't tell anybody. (laughs) But uh, yeah, please remember to share the show. You guys are doing a good job at that. Keep it up. Um, and rate the show and review the show. Um, talk to us about you know how we're doing. How are we doing? Is that like a bumper sticker? Um, <laughs> just put it on iTunes. Um, how was my podcasting? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, uh, what else we got? Um, Gaming Study 2014 at gmail.com. Um, make sure that if you while you're emailing them and if you got any questions just like or concerns or things that you wanted to bring to our attention like Sean Kerr did uh, you can email us at feedback at the spawnpointblog.com or Khalif at the spawnpointblog.com or Cicero at the spawnpointblog.com additionally I will say that uh, a, a underutilized portion of our site um, and that we can integrate into our into our show that I don't really promote, but I need to promote every week is the ability to leave voicemails for yours truly or Khalif or you know and our guests um, every week. So you can go on our on the smallpointblog.com right on on the on the homepage. On the right hand side is a little tab that will allow you to uh, link you to SpeakPipe. And allow you to leave a voicemail for us. Um, please do so, so that we can play it on the show and and talk to you about uh, uh, all the wonderful things that you had to say. And you can be famous. Get your, you know, five seconds of Ricardo fame. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, 
yeah, I, I think I think that's it. I just again want to uh, thank Arrington Stahl and uh, Ben. I forgot your last name, but I know it starts with a B because I like alliteration. <laughs> ben Baker. Baker, that's right. He's been baking. Yes. Um, and uh, and Ben Baker. Uh, I'm I'm the I'm the worst journalist interviewer of all time. Um, so congratulations for living through this. Uh, did you guys have a good time? Yes. Uh, I, I think we both had a great time. You guys are awesome, and uh, again, thank you so much. Uh, this is this is so cool. So it's, it's, appreciate it's, it. It's truly been our pleasure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So Kai, I hope you had a good time. I hope everyone enjoyed their Thanksgiving. Uh, Kai, I really don't care if you had a good time or not. So that's why I just kind of talked over that. Um, I know. So, I heard that. Um, yeah, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I hope everyone uh, had a very safe African American Friday, um, and that uh, you know no one in Queens got shot or trampled as they held the doors closed at Walmart or whatever kind of craziness I'm sure happened on African American Friday. Thank you for um, ending the show on a high note. Well, hey, listen, listen, I was about to, if you let me finish, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was that I'm sure the people that enjoyed Cyber Monday yesterday had a wonderful time and everything is roses and sausages with them. So oh, roses and salt. So anyway. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a internet clip that I'll have to show you so that you know <laughs> what, that, what that's all about. Someone someone go and YouTube. Oh no, it's not roses. It's flowers and sausages. Someone go and YouTube flowers and sausages, and you'll get to see what I mean. I'm hilarious, <laughs> and, and, and now you know it. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, every show we wind up. You know, ending the show laughing and giggling, um, but it was it was a great show. I really enjoyed our guests. I'm glad that they are here uh, with us. I'm glad that they're here on this earth. I'm glad that they're doing what they are doing. Um, so thank you for that, guys. Thank you. Thank you. This is when I clasp my hands together and like Tiny Tim and say, "God bless us, everyone." <laughs> <laughs> and then I also say thank you all for, for listening. This has been episode 39 of the Spawn on Me podcast. Again, have a great and safe week. Uh, take care of each other. Uh, make safe when you're making your travels uh, out to wherever you may be to be with your friends and family this week. Uh, and I guess to a certain extent, we will say peace. Peace.